Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking about the spiritual life and development of students as we visit with Kevin Doherty. Kevin Doherty serves as Professor of Sociology and Graduate Program Director in Baylor's Department of Sociology. An award-winning teacher and researcher, Doherty's research experience explores religious affiliation, religious participation, racial diversity in congregations, congregational growth and decline, the impact of religion on other realms of social life, and much more. He serves as co-director, along with Sarah Schnitker and Perry Glanzer, of the ongoing Baylor Faith and Character Study, which has provided scholars with data about the spiritual life of students and has led to tangible actions at Baylor to serve students' spiritual development. A lot going on, a lot of really fascinating projects. Projects that we've got to talk to you about the, in the past and now again today. Dr. Kevin Doherty, thanks so much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. Always good to have you here. And so we talk about the spiritual development of students, obviously at a university with a faith foundation like Baylor. That's certainly an important topic, but it's not just Baylor that uh, you look at as we'll talk more as time goes on. But to you, how fascinating of a topic is that? What, uh, what aspects of it really intrigue you as you dive in? Well, I'm interested in students as whole people, mind, body, and spirit, not just uh, you know, a brain on a head that is in my class. And so helping students to, to grow in their faith is profoundly important to me and, and to Baylor University. And so it's just a unique opportunity for me to bring my worlds together in terms of my teaching and my research um, and uh, being at Baylor to, uh, to do something that is both interesting and meaningful um, for me and for the university that I serve. You know, this isn't something where you can measure a, a number or there's, this is not uh, data that is just easily accessible. What do you enjoy about the challenge of trying to mine into that? Well, it is, it's a unique challenge because unlike um, other things that we measure at universities like academic performance and retention and graduation and donor dollars, the growth in a student's spiritual life and religious development, how they change in terms of character and virtue, these are much harder to measure but also very important to measure correctly. And so what we've done is create a, a mixed method approach to where students are giving us a variety of sources of information. So we're not just having them check boxes on a survey form, although that's part. We're also speaking to students. When they arrive at campus, their first semester, after they've been here for two years as graduating seniors, and then again after they've been out from the university uh, as alumni uh, over a period of time. And so that combination of their responses on survey instruments that are carefully crafted as well as the interview data that we collect really give us a, a rich source of information to understand what's happening in their lives. Visiting with Kevin Doherty, talking about the Baylor Faith and Character Study. And take us back a bit, if you would. Where did this study uh, come from? How did it develop? Well, the early conversations about the Baylor Faith and Character Study um, began in the fall of 2017. Um, and it was commissioned by the Baylor Board of Regents. And so I was one of several um, faculty members that had been doing research on American religious life, Christian higher education, that um, were brought together. And Dr. Perry Glanzer uh, was the director and continues to direct the project. And then pretty quickly, um, myself with Dr. Glanzer, we 
uh, had a new faculty member that joined us, Dr. Sarah Schnitker um, in, from uh, the Department of Psychology and Neuroscience, um, that also uh, came and participated in the development of the project. So we started conversations in the fall of 2017 and started developing our research design, decided on doing multi-method with survey and interviews. Um, Dr. Glanzer's expertise is, is qualitative research, interviews, um, and, and by the fall of 2018, we started data collection. So what makes this, um, part of what makes this uh, so valuable is that Dr. Glanzer's training is in moral education. He's in the School of Education at Baylor. He's one of the leading experts in the world today on Christian higher education. Dr. Schnitker is a, is a psychologist. She studies character and virtue formation, um, particularly in adolescence. And, and I'm a sociologist of religion. Uh, I study religious organizations, uh, expertise in surveys on religion. So the combination of our skills and our backgrounds made for a really um, unique and valuable team to drive this project. And the results um, have been terrific, not only for us as scholars, but for Baylor University. How much fun is it for you to be able to sort of mine their areas of expertise that are different than yours? And I'm assuming they enjoy the same as well as they visit with you. Yes, our conversations are interesting because we look at um, faith development from different angles, you know. So Perry Glanzer, you know, in terms of the faith formation as a part of a larger moral development of people. And I'm interested in as a sociologist in, in groups and structures. So, you know, what is it about a place like Baylor University um, or the congregations that our students are involved with as, as groups that lead to changes in their identity? And then uh, Dr. Snicker, Sarah, she, I mean, she's delightful in all sorts of ways, but, but she has such a, such a rich background and understanding of, of, matters of character and virtue. And so the conversations that we have are are enlightening to me as well as valuable for moving this project forward. Visiting with Kevin Doherty, and when you think about this project, when you think about higher education and the research that's available on a topic like this, how much of a void does, does this fill? How much out there? How, how much is there out there for you to begin with? Well, Baylor is a very unique university, a research one, high activity research level university, but one that also um, retains its historic connection to a faith tradition and faith development of students. So there are not a lot of universities doing what we're trying to do. Uh, and, and that makes the, the project um, both exciting but also pioneering. And so what we have attempted to do with these mixed methods is start to trace students over time to see what happens not only in the, in the four years they're with us at Baylor, but in the years after they're gone in terms of the way they think about their faith, the way they practice their faith, how character develops and changes. Uh, and so, you know, as I'd mentioned before, universities measure all sorts of things. Very few measure faith and character to the extent that we do. And so what we're doing is a pioneering effort that we hope other faith-based colleges and universities will learn from and replicate on their campuses. Kevin, let's dive into some of the questions, the the approaches. Take us inside. You know, obviously, we've only got about 20 minutes. I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, lot of directions you could go, but what are some of the ways that maybe stand out to you as being those inroads to get to understand where students are coming from? Yes. Well, so the on the survey instrument, we have students do two surveys, and, and we have them do them at three points in time. So there's a very short 
um, religion survey that uh, new students take in their first week on campus at Baylor. And it asks questions about religious beliefs, um, including core Christian beliefs about God, Jesus, and the Bible. It asks questions about religious practices. How frequently do you attend services at a place of worship? Um, How often do you read the Bible? How often do you pray? Uh, And also questions about religious identity. How do you identify your faith? With what religious group um, are you affiliated? That is one section, and the students and that's that survey is done online, eight to ten minutes, and has had a very high response rate. At the end of that survey is a, is a question that said, "Would you be willing to um, participate in a longer survey on issues of character?" And and a subset of students um, every fall of those new students they do. And that is a much longer survey instrument using psychological scales measuring character and virtue, including scales for gratitude, humility, patience, forgiveness, uh, trying to tap into those character elements that we're also interested in. So we administer that to new students in their first week on campus, juniors um, in the summer before their junior year, seniors in their final semester at Baylor, and then alumni who have graduated and been away from the university for 10 years. And up until now, those have been separate groups. Um, But this spring, for the first time, that fall 2018 incoming class that took that first religion and character survey, we now have data from them as juniors and seniors as well. So we're able to start looking not only how do the first-year students look different than seniors or alumni, but how do students change the same students during their time at Baylor? How valuable is that longitudinal aspect going to be to you? It's critical for what we want to know um, and to see what happens because we're not only interested in how students change, we're interested in why. What are the aspects of Baylor University? What, 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 what parts of campus life um, are, contribute to these to these changes in in faith formation and character development, which are positive and which are negative. These are all important parts of this project. This is Baylor Connections. We are visiting with Kevin Doherty, professor of sociology and graduate program director at Baylor's Department of Sociology, talking about the Baylor faith and character study. And, you know, Kevin, on the character side, you gave us a few questions talking about, you know, students and their faith background or where they're coming in. Any questions that come to mind, like if I were filling out the survey that you might ask to try to determine my character formation during my time at Baylor? Well, we have uh, the character survey, um, you know, takes about 30 minutes to complete. So there are a lot of Mm -hmm. items on there. Um, about a range of, of virtues and then also questions about well-being, anxiety, depression. Um, and so those are valuable. But we've also, over time, from what we've seen in these surveys, is, is we've changed our interview script. So um, some of the things that the interviews are able to get at for us is um, what is it about attending a local place of worship that that makes that a valuable experience in terms of faith and character development for students. Um, so allowing students to talk about, you know, within a, a place of worship, within a, within a church, synagogue, temple, or mosque, what is it that they're getting that, that really impacts their soul and character in meaningful ways? And then um, from the interviews as well, we just have a series of really fascinating questions on how students think about purpose and the good life. And we've learned so much about how students define that coming into Baylor and when they leave. And also, we've identified some potential gaps in Baylor's education on some of those fronts. 
Well, you know, and with that, I know we've seen tangibly um, so Baylor has taken some of this data and used it to impact the way they serve students. Chapel, Chapel being one. I mean, was that always, I mean, when you do this survey, how much of that was that applied thing and how much of it is the scholarly side? Because there's both, as we'll talk about. That's right. Well, it was from the start, the, 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 the research was intended to feed decision making at Baylor University. So how can we do a better job in living out our mission as a university? Um, but also as scholars, as researchers, we were interested in not only sharing this with Baylor administrators and regents, but in communicating with others that are doing research in these areas, what we're learning uh, about faith and character development at Baylor um, in the broader intellectual community. And now Chapel was, you know, that was an interesting um, early on in the first survey, year one, year two, um, you know, in general, students are pretty pleased with most parts of their Baylor education. And, and we're pretty positive in terms of how at different aspects of Baylor shaped their faith and their character. Chapel stood out as, as one that, that stu- a, a sizable percentage of students said, this is actually detrimental to my faith development. And, and you might think, well, that's students that come to Baylor that don't have a religious background and, and they're unhappy about having to go to a religious service. Y- yes, those students express that, but so did our religious students. For them, chapel wasn't religious enough. And so for those students that were lig- religious and those, those students that were not, chapel was not meeting their needs. Now, with that, that discovery, year after year, we're seeing that. A quarter of seniors telling us that chapel um, was negatively impacting their faith development. Also, at that same time, COVID happened. And we could not gather together all of our first-year students in Waco Hall for mass meetings in a safe in a safe way with social distancing. And so the combination of those two things, the, the information we were getting from seniors on our survey and also in, in our interviews with COVID led to a radical restructuring of chapel. And so now instead of one large, universal, one-size-fits-all chapel experience, we have a whole range of breakout chapels giving students choices on how they encounter faith and spiritual growth and then putting them in smaller groups to do that. And, you know, the uh, early evidence about chapel and the negative backlash that we'd seen, we haven't heard any of that since the rollout of the breakout chapels. They've been very well received and the impact um, we anticipate being very positive. Yeah, kind of a small group approach in some cases where they have common interests or common, uh, they're going into the same uh, same jobs or the same profession or the same callings down the line. And I guess there's that more uh, interaction, uh, a little more engagement in that kind of setting. Is that yeah, right that's now? right. And, and that's in, in reality, that's part of what makes religious life in the United States so fruitful and why we have as a country higher levels of religious participation than many other countries in the world. It's the sheer number of religious options that are available. Living in Waco, Texas, if I'm Baptist and I don't like the Baptist church that's near my house, no problem. There's one there, or two others, right? There's yeah. 125 other options. And so having choices in finding a place to plant yourself and to grow spiritually turns out to make a big difference, not only in our choices of a place to worship when we're uh, adults, but also for our students in choosing how to grow spiritually while they're at Baylor. 
Well, I imagine as you dive into the nuances of students' faith backgrounds, where they come in, you know, I think it, we look at Baylor now and you see how much more of a national university it is. It's still plenty of students from Texas and Baptist backgrounds, but it's not as high a percentage. But I'm assuming you even go back when you talk to students who people might think of as having a homogenous background, there's still a lot of little nuances and ticks and differences that, 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 that speak into that idea that one size doesn't fit all. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our students come from a, a range of, of backgrounds. As Baylor has grown and the reputation of Baylor has grown, our, our population has changed. We have fewer students now from Texas than we have before, although Texas is still, you know, our a bedrock in terms of uh, where we're taking students from. Um, but also the reasons that people come to Baylor. Bay- Baylor is not a Baptist liberal arts college. We're a national research university, um, f- you know, in the Christian tradition. And and so our students come uh, for that, but they also come for the strength of the academic programs. And maybe they'll tolerate the faith commitment because they want to go to med school or law school and they know that Baylor will help them get there. For all of those students, we want to be a place that they grow spiritually. And that'll look different for each student depending on where they start. But finding a way to help these students from diverse backgrounds uh, think about their faith and grow in their faith in, in a way that's meaningful and authentic and transformative is always going to be a challenge for Baylor, particularly as we grow as a research university. Visited with Kevin Doherty talking about Baylor's faith and character study. And Kevin, you know, there's the aspect that's very tangible here at Baylor that we've discussed. And I'm sure there'll be other ways Baylor can implement that down the line. There's also a scholarly aspect to it. You know, this is data that, as we talked about earlier, hasn't been out there. What are some of the ways it's being used, either by your students, by other scholars outside? What are some ways that this is going to be useful? Well, from the very beginning, we've had students involved with this project. Um, students have participated in data collection, data analysis, and and writing um, the results and presenting the results at academic conferences. So students have are not only the subject of our study, but they're all the, also the, the participants in the process of executing the study. Um, the research that we've generated already, and, and it's ongoing, so we haven't finished data collection. We're continuing every year to collect data from new students and seniors and alumni, um, have produced uh, two master's theses, two doctoral dissertations, um, eight journal articles. And on those eight of those eight journal articles, five are co-authored with students, undergraduate students and graduate students, and two books. Um, And so on the scholarly front, we are eager to share what we're learning at Baylor University on um, how do you impact a student's faith and character. But as we talked about with Chapel and with a variety of um, other ways what we're seeing, we speak regularly to the student life staff, to the chaplain's office, to the president's cabinet, to the board of regents on what we're learning about um, Baylor students' faith and character and what we can do better um, in terms of shaping both in positive directions. So it is, as it was from the beginning, with a, a, a focused on an applied and a scholarly side, it continues to be shaping not only the ideas and how we understand faith and learning among emerging adults in, in universities like Baylor, but also what can we do better at Baylor to live out our mission. 
You know, as you look ahead here for for the study, I'm sure you find something that leads to another question, another, you know, another path you can take. What are some uh, questions that have risen from that, that whether you or Dr. Glanzer, Dr. Schnitker, that y'all are excited to, to follow next? What, what, what do you see when you look ahead? Well, there's lots of exciting um, potential for the future. You know, like any research project, you you start and then you, you develop as many questions as you go on as as you end up answering. So um, I am particularly interested in issues of belonging, who finds belonging, how is belonging cultivated at Baylor University. That, that's one area. We also have um, a new project in the work studying the, um, the impact of, of Baylor fraternities and sororities in virtue development. And that is one that is um, more in conversations with other colleges and universities, including many that are not faith-based, about what the role of, of virtue development on in their um, fraternities and sororities. Uh, the the Baylor Faith and Character Study has already made a big splash, not, not only at Baylor, but it was um, the origins of a, a large project now that's being extended to other universities, uh, faith-based and non-faith-based, looking at how, um, how, can, how can colleges and universities um, positively impact their students in terms of their religious life, in terms of their virtue formation. And so we're part of a larger project now um, uh, funded by a large grant from the John Templeton Foundation to extend our work that started here in Waco um, to campuses across the United States um, to see what we can learn together. Well, that's going to be exciting as you see that that grow. I mean, is this something I assume there's not just a, an end date? You, know, you could get multi-generational as time goes on. You could probably go a lot of different ways for comparison and contrast. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've set something into motion that um, doesn't have an expiration date. And so we will continue to collect data. We make these data available to other scholars. Um, we have people that are engaged with us now, uh, students at Baylor, but also outside in, um, in helping uh, us analyze, but also to, to take what we've learned and the instruments that we've created and to put them to use on their campuses. And so, you know, we would love to see, uh, particularly other faith-based universities, use those same instruments and then let us pool the data that we've collected to find out how is Christian higher education in the United States of America impacting students? Are there particular types of college universities based on size or region of the country or or religious affiliation that are doing a better job. These are all things with more data that we'll be able to answer, and we're excited to be a part of that that type of ongoing project. Well, we'll look forward to seeing that grow. It's exciting to see some of the ways it's had an impact already. And I know it's going to provide plenty of topics that we can have you and your colleagues on the project and elsewhere, others who utilize this, because we've seen that come and talk about it. So thanks so much for taking the time today. Really excited to share this. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Dr. Kevin Doherty, Professor of Sociology, Graduate Program Director in Baylor's Department of Sociology, and the Co-Director of the ongoing Baylor Faith and Character Study, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online at baylor.edu slash connections. You can subscribe to the program on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.